two questions to answer before you start planning your event and why they are crucial for the success of your experience. That is what is in store for today's episode. And you'll also get a sneak peek into week one of the Leverage Event Lab, which is my program helping anyone wanting to create an event, actually make it happen, actually execute on it. So let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Elevated Experiences podcast, where we explore the curious, forward thinking and the wonderful world of experience design. Whether you want to gather your people in more meaningful ways, perhaps find new revenue streams in your business by creating events, or even skillfully leverage the experiences you've already created to bring about more impact for those around you, then let me tell you something, my friend. You are right where you need to be because every weekly episode will have you walking away with the tools, strategies, and inspiration you need to create better in-person experiences. My name is Caroline Maley, and I have spent the last 15 years in the events and entertainment industries, and now work with companies globally as an experience strategist, helping them create elevated in-person experiences that drive their business. Now, I am completely and utterly obsessed with great experiences, And here's why you should be too. Experiences are the currents of life. They're where worlds converge and where impact is created. They grab a hold of you and don't let you go until you have encountered something, felt something, learned something, and shared something. So ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, without further ado, let the experience begin. I read this quote recently, the impact you make today has a powerful rippling effect on every tomorrow. And it got me thinking about creating events. In business, we create events to benefit our own businesses, right? We might want to launch a new product. We might want to showcase an employee or a team or a best performer. We might want to create a fun way to celebrate our community or even create FOMO around something very exclusive. There are so many reasons why creating an event just makes sense when we are focusing on the growth of our business, of our companies, of our teams, for example. And this quote made me think about, are we actually creating any impact with our event? This question and this whole topic of impact is really important and is often neglected, in my opinion, when we are designing events, when we are figuring out what is the best way to roll out an event or even how to even begin. So if you think about that quote in the sense of creating an event, is your event creating impact that your guests will remember for years to come that will have a powerful rippling effect on your guests tomorrow? I love asking people what their last great event they went to was, right? It is often an icebreaker question that I use Uh, I'll ask a potential customer or client, a new connection or even a new friend. Not only does it give me insight into them as a person, but it also allows me to see how they connected with a particular experience. And this to me is really the precursor of impact. And I've asked these questions hundreds of times at this point. And what's really interesting is there are two commonalities in every single answer. The first is their memory involves someone else other than themselves. Most great experiences are shared, right? Whether it's someone you know 
very deeply or even a stranger, but their memory involves someone else, right? The second commonality is that they light up when they're describing it as they share it in a very emotional way. You know, even if they don't realize it, the way their tone changes, the way their storytelling changes, the way they share how they were feeling. So have a think about that. Now knowing that, now knowing that great experiences are those that are shared with others and that are those that make us feel, make us feel something. Think about the event you want to create, right? It only makes sense that determining the impact you want to create throughout your event is where you, you should start, right? And you might be thinking, okay, yeah, determine impact. It's, it's very theoretical. It's very broad. It's not easy. And the truth is that many event creators don't even think about this, right? They don't consider this, or at least they don't think deeply enough about it. This is where impact comes in in my mind. So I have two questions for you, okay? Question number one is, where are your guests right now? Where are they mentally? What are their challenges? What is their current reality? What are they missing? So where are they at right now? If you kind of drew a a circle on a page, that's your bubble, your guest is in the middle. Fill that circle out with answers to this question. The second question is now knowing this, now knowing where your guests are at right now, where do you want to get them to as a result of your events? So where are your guests right now? Where do you want to get them to as a result of this event? This is what I like to call the guest impact curve. And this is how I start with every single client that I work with, whether it's a big event, whether it's an event for 10 people, it doesn't matter. The guest impact curve is where I start because understanding this arc and understanding this journey that you want the guest to go on, that will inform every single decision you make about your event thereafter all the way through to the venue, the food, the drinks, the duration, any event decision that you make will be determined by the impact that you want to create. So it's really important that you're clear on that. And this exercise is actually how we kick things off in the Leverage Event Lab. Week one is all about impact, determining the impact you want to create. So I want to try something a little different right now. I have heard this done on other podcasts, mainly of uh, consultants where they have shared little snippets of their coaching calls and they have been really, really valuable to me. I've, I've really learned a lot. So this clip that you're about to listen to is with one of my leveraged event lab participants, one of my clients, Michael. He is based in Indonesia and he is planning an event called The Feel for event planners. So one of the questions that I asked him to really get the ball rolling was how do event planners feel about planning event right now? Which is a really interesting question because obviously we've just come out of COVID. The events industry is one of the main industries that got completely decimated. So this is a really important question as it really relates to his industry and the guests that he wants to invite to the field. Just a side note, Michael did give me permission to share this clip. So have a listen to how we break it down and create his guest impact curve and see what you can take away from that and how you can actually adopt that process and implement that for yourself for your own event. Your event planners, how do they feel about planning events right now 
So I'll answer your question based on their feedback and what I personally experienced, right? Because these are third-party planners, uh, their 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 rice bowl is from being being hired as an event planner, right? So some of the particular stress depending on the stage. The first one, hey, how come I'm not being called to bid for an event project? Yeah, I have to keep on hunting. Yeah, ideally I want to be called right because of my reputation, right? I mean, I, I'm okay to hunt, but if I am invited for event bidding among three or four or five, so that'll be great. How come I'm not invited? Even if I'm if I'm invited, how come I didn't win? Or even if I won the project, I didn't get enough margin. Those are some of the main ones. And even if that's the case, how do I design the experience so that it satisfies the stakeholders, you know, the audience, uh, and also the the sponsors? And how do I measure it? How do I tell them, okay, you, you're going to pay for whatever, $10,000 for my service, which is actually fine, but how, how do I convince them? Yes, convincing them with my portfolio is great. Yes, convincing them with my presentation is great. But if there are other ways to convince them, that's even better. And what is the model in smart event design? We're trying to tell them, what if you can do prototype testing on your event plan before the client pays and it minimizes the risk so that, so that the, the concept is kind of pre-validated with, with, I don't know, five, 10 people for focus group discussion, but we haven't really rent the big venue. We haven't really paid for catering for 10,000 people. We just tested it so that the client is more likely to engage us. So, so is it possible to do prototype testing for event plan? Yeah, so those are, those are the challenges. Basically, it all revolves around convincing the client, hey, I'm good enough. Hey, my concept will work. Hey, you should hire me. Hey, the charges that I'm giving you is is justifiable return on investment. And even, even at the end, if it doesn't achieve our goal, you will get learning points and I will be able to report it to you for learning, uh, learning lessons. So I think those are the challenges that they're facing. And so those are the challenges that they're facing, but how do you think, if you go back to that original question, how, how are they feeling? So what, like, like using adjective words, like they're feeling... Okay. Okay. Right? Oh, feeling. So they're feeling, uh, it, it might be they're feeling, feeling confused what to do. Confused, yeah. Yeah, because it seems that some of their other event planners seems doing well. Mm -hmm. uh, because they're confused, they, uh, they, 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 they tend to be passive. Okay, let's just do the same thing that I know previously. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, uh, as I get along, I'll, I'll be better in adapting. Yeah. Or, or mm -hmm. probably they feel frustrated. They feel frustrated because I realize there are more people that are passive than proactive you know so they might be frustrated and at the same time okay i'll just keep on reducing my price i'll just keep on uh following what the client want instead of yeah becoming an order taker we want them to be a strategic advisor yeah yes. yeah so yeah yeah they're frustrated they're confused uh they become passive and at the same time sometimes some of them they want to give up being an event planner altogether ah this one there's no money to be made there's no future career okay i'll, I'll just change my my job you know I yeah, cannot adapt. Like less assured, like less confident for, based on what you're saying as well, right? They might have yes, skills, yes. but yeah. Yes, it seems that, that, that the rules of the game have changed. I'm left behind. Okay, so if, we, if we're looking at, all right, before your event, what's happening right now is that your event planners are feeling stressed, confused, in a state of like passive kind of execution, I guess. Uh, frustrated, they want to give up, they're less assured, less confident. As a result of the feel, what, how are they going to feel after the event, after your event? Okay, great question. Uh, they will see the opportunities. Okay, uh, 
I, I couldn't stay the same, but if I pivot, if I learn new skills, if I meet uh, suitable partners, if I use technology, this can even be better. So the opportunity will, will show them that, hey, this is not a change that you're supposed to avoid. This is something you should embrace. They feel empowered, empowered by information, empowered by skills because we're going to train them how to do smart event design empowered by we're going to match make them with partners so empowered what other if we go back okay. looking at uh, addresses, right so, feel empowered yeah. feel excited with the opportunity yeah. uh, feel inspired yeah. and at the same time they feel okay what's next what's next they're, they're excited as, as in they can't wait to know what's next you know they're excited with the opportunity they don't see it as a problem they see it as an opportunity perfect yeah so we went from stressed confused passive execution frustrated they want to give up less assured and confident to empowered excited inspired um yes and they want to share it with the other event planners because so you want to share them about this methodology as well hey i just attended the field there's this cool methodology why don't you join with me you know so they want to spread the gospel around kind of thing about smart event design this is what we would call the impact curve right before and after and again, one of the things that I always say is people over logistics when we're planning. So this impact of how, what do you want to be different as a result of the experience? You're very clear on that, right? From a measurable point of view, from a logistical point of view, it's also really important to consider that where are they right now and how do we get them to a different place as a result of this event? So that's why I ask you those questions around how do they feel right now and how do they feel after? And it's a very good exercise to always be doing when you're planning an experience, because often, again, we forget and we think we think purely logistical and we think, oh, here's a bunch of event planners. We're going to teach them stuff about making better events. Whereas if we look at that behavioral side of things and go, how are they feeling right now and how do we want to bring them out of that? then that that is what is going to contribute to your end result. Right. What you're trying to get to almost without doing a lot of work they don't know that it's not like you go right you're all feeling like this we're going to make you feel like this obviously you don't do that right but it informs having that knowledge and being very clear on that it actually informs a lot of the decisions that you are making along the way so hopefully that clip connected the dots really showed how that idea of the guest impact curve can be applied and i hope that being a fly on the wall for one of the leverage event lab workshop uh, sessions was really cool for you and, and got to give you a glimpse into what it would be like to be part of the leverage event lab if you are interested leveragedevent.com is where you can find all of the information Leverage Event Lab is cohort based, so we do uh, we start a new cohort every couple of months. So head to leverageevent.com to check out when we are starting our next cohort. It would be amazing to have you if you have your dream event idea in mind, but you are yet to really begin actually bringing it to life. And as always, if you liked this episode, please give it a five star review wherever you're listening to podcasts, and we will see you on next week's episode.